The views and opinions expressed on this podisode are solely those of the participants and do not reflect those of an unspecified yet peaceful government agency. We apologize for any mistakes we may have made which broke your heart. So welcome back, listener. I am going to be speaking this evening with Jason. How are you doing, Jason? Oh, I'm great. I'm, I'm in the middle of a rice field. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in a warum kopi in my city, Jombong, and it's actually like really posh. It's one of those things where they have long tables in the back. There's some neat uh, line artwork. So tell us about your rice field. Uh, Jason? Well, it's also, I feel, pretty posh. Uh, it yeah. seems to go on for forever, really, uh, until you get into the the trees, which are just a bunch of coconut trees, which are beautiful, of course. Field. There's a dog out here with me. Really? Uh, There's a dog? Yeah. She's what? pretty tame, I think. But what I'll is the... <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's almost no dogs in uh, Jombang and Jogoroto. That's not true. There's a Christian village near where I live called Bong Sorjo, and there's some dogs there, but they look really, really sad, <laughs> and they're tied up. And sometimes I go there, and I go to pet them, and the owners of the dogs say, no, don't don't pet that dog. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> so then I'm like, oh, okay. What what What's the dog sitch like where you are? Uh, there are quite a few dogs. There are basically pretty tame. They stay away from people for the most part. Um, huh. They're really cute. They're off leashes. A lot of huh. times they seem to accompany people who work in the rice field um, oh, okay. or just wander around. Um, All right. Famously, yeah. I am surprised to hear that because Jason is in West Java. Jason, what's the name of your site? Uh, the city is called Sukabumi and the, the province is called Sukabumi. The good right. earth, you know? Oh, wait, that's, that's not the good earth. That's like, I like earth, right? <laughs> it's, you know, it's the tasty earth for all I really know. Okay, yeah, uh, the su- suka boomy. Okay. I like I think, it a lot. I like the earth. I like this boomy here. Yeah, so yeah. suka means like and boomy means earth. I'm surprised <laughs> that there are dogs because in Islamic culture, many Muslims believe that dogs are ritually unclean so if you touch a dog you have to clean yourself before you pray you have to clean yourself before you pray anyway but if you touch a dog it's like bad yeah you have to like clean the area that touched the dog seven times with water wait can you say that again you have to clean so this it is seven times explained to me today okay because um, we were talking about dogs a friend of mine and i and he said you have to wash yourself the area seven times and one of those times, like in the middle, he didn't know which, but he was like, I think in the middle you use dirt or something. Do you like, use okay. dirt? Yeah, I, I don't know. Probably that, probably that uh, good earth. Yeah, exactly. The, the very good earth here. Okay. In my city in Jombong, outside of the Christian area, there, there's just no dogs anywhere. So I'm surprised that there are dogs accompanying the farmers in the fields. Yeah, I'm, I was surprised too. But I'm happy about it. They're really cute. Awesome. Okay. Anyway, your site is much more rural than mine. 
uh, I'm at a posh Warcope. You're in a posh rice field because that's where you can get reception for Skype. Yeah. So, I mean, it's really the only place I can get reception for Skype. Um, sometimes my, even if I use a cell phone, if it's like rainy out or like windy, even my cell phone signal will go. Yeah. So I sometimes get cut out even on a cell phone. Um, okay. Without using data. So it's pretty rural. I'm probably about 30 minutes, 45 minutes away from Sukabumi City. So it's, I'm close enough, but out in the middle of a rice field for now. 30 minutes by bike or 30 or minutes an, by an what? An, an oh, an 30 minutes Nike Anka. Anka. Yeah. Which, as you know, listener, is a van without a door, which is pretty tight. <laughs> Jason, I would yes. like to talk to you this evening about an important topic, which is um, health and illness and medicine in Indonesia. Okay. I'm happy to do my best. Okay, awesome. The most common illness you'll run into is something called masuk angin. Uh, what is that, Jason? Uh, masuk angin is um, the entering of the wind, yeah? The wind yeah. enters your body, and it can lead to all sorts of problems, uh, like what we would know as the common cold, or a headache, or severe <laughs> vomiting and diarrhea. Okay. I knew that masuk angin would give you the common cold symptoms. I knew it could mess with your head and your stomach. I didn't know it would make you vomit and give you diarrhea. I guess it's kind of a catch-all term for just the sickness you get. And we call it a common cold, which to be fair, colds aren't caused by being cold. They're caused by a virus. So, but masuk angin is caused by wind entering your body. And because of that, it is best not to stand directly in front of an air conditioner or to have your fan blowing directly on you or else you'll get the masuk angin. I've also experienced being told I need to wear a jacket when it's 80 degrees out. So that oh. I don't get when people ride on their motorcycles or even if Jason just goes out at night, he is told to wear a jacket even when it's 80 degrees so that the wind won't enter his body. Where do you think the wind enters? Um, well, you know, I mean, sometimes people think I get masukangin because I sit on a tile floor. Oh. Without anything separating me in the tile floor. So it could come in through the rectum possibly. Yeah. Uh, or maybe it's like my mouth is open, a bunch of wind goes in my mouth. Maybe there I are like pores on my body I just don't know or don't see that that's how the wind enters me. Yeah, I thought it was through the mouth. But if people yeah. are telling you to wear a jacket, unless you wear the jacket tied over <laughs> your mouth, it's not going to help. Masks are really popular here. So maybe they help the masuk angin. Now, this is something I learned in Kadiri, and maybe you learned something different. The times you got to watch out for the masuk angin are at night. If you go out for a jog in the morning and it's windy, that's fine. That's healthy wind. Oh, but around three o'clock, the wind shifts to evil, and that is the that is the wind you want to avoid. Did you know that? I did not. I was told I need to wear a jacket in the morning. Oh, see, I don't know if my Kadiri family was lying to me 
or it's if it's everywhere, you know? Yeah, or it's if it's all just made up. Ephemeral, it's such an ephemeral thing, you know? How can you pin it down? How does Masuk really, you know? Hang in. How does, no, <laughs> how does, how does Ang Ang really Masuk? Really Masuk. Angin <laughs> means winds and Masuk means enter. How do you get the wind out of you? Um, don't you have to do something like they scratch your back or something? No one's ever tried it with me. I'm very fortunate. Or you take like, I don't know, they sell herbal medicines here. Everyone tells me to take, which I don't. You're welcome, okay. PCM. I, I am going to go ahead and recommend the herbal medicine, the Masuk Angin. <laughs> they sell lozenges and then they sell a tea packet. And I'm going to tell you what it is. It's honey. <laughs> so if you want it. <laughs> If you want some honey, you can eat it, and it's fine. I went for it when I had the masuk angin when I was in Kadiri. Actually, what I really had was a weird back spasm thing, but it was diagnosed as masuk angin. <laughs> yeah, and I had the honey, and that helped. Yeah, I mean, honey would help you feel better. That makes a lot of sense. Okay, what I've also heard to get rid of the masuk angin is you burp and fart, and that gets the wind out of your body. That would make a lot of sense. Yeah. And the good thing is, at least in East Java, burping, no problem. Not impolite at all. Farting, it, it's as long as you do it low-key, also fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, I came in the Ruang Guru, the teacher's room, the other day, and I, I was sitting next to this other teacher, and she just started farting. And it was fine. I didn't make a big deal out of it. She didn't make a big deal out of it. She farted for a good 15 seconds. And then we just, no one said anything. It was fine. So, it's, I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's honestly, it's a pretty good system. You know, I mean, holding that fart in might give you masukangin. So, you got to let it out. Well, I mean, it really yeah, is, I guess. Or at least, yeah. Angin Balum Kelawar. The wind that has not yet left. So masuk angin is a thing, and you combat it with tea. What Jason was also talking about is you can lie on your back, and someone can rub the side of a coin violently against your back so that it raises red bumps on your back, and that also will get the wind out. I have not had that done to me, but is that what you were talking about? That's what I was talking about, yeah. Um, I've not had that done to me either. I, I don't think it's, yeah, I've it honestly terrible. never heard of it actually happening or anyone actually doing it. Like, I've never seen that with my host family or any host family, and I've not heard of anyone else having a host family that does it. My my, my Bopak had it done to him one time when he had a little extra wind in him, and it cleared him right up. Um, oh, wow. Okay. Okay. What are some other illnesses that people encounter in Indonesia? I don't know. Yeah. I've had mysterious illnesses and, and that have Jason, no name. Don't... <laughs> Wait, you've had mysterious illnesses that have no name? Yeah. Um, they had okay. no idea what they it was. No... Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> what were your symptoms? It was like all the symptoms of having dengue or chikungunya, but without the diagnosis. Man, do you think you just had dengue? <laughs> it, maybe. All those, yeah. They tested me three times, and it was like... Still don't know what it is. I'm like, okay. That's fine. I'm sorry, I man. No. It's, Good. Again, there are just so many, so many illnesses. Uh, I don't know where to begin. Um, 
Yeah, it's overwhelming. Okay, lot, well, one yeah. popular one that you mentioned is dengue, and I have not yet had dengue, alhamdulillah, and I am very grateful for that because I have heard that it makes you feel like you want to die and or are dying. Yeah, that's uh, what I've heard as well. And then you're like, there's bleeding that can come along with it. There was a dengue outbreak in Jombang, and oh. my counterpart got it. And my counterpart's son got it, and I felt very bad for them. But they recovered, um, which is good. It's apparently very painful and very terrible. Um, other popular illnesses are diarrhea. There's a yeah, lot of diarrhea. diarrhea. And, uh, there's poisoning. a lot of diarrhea and food poisoning here. And that's one thing that's kind of fun... As I projectile vomited, so that was... Wait, you poop your pants while projectile vomiting? Yeah, I was just getting it all out. All that all that angie and I needed to get out. Okay. <laughs> that's pretty amazing. Um, one thing about diarrhea that's kind of fun here is it's it's not taboo to speak about. In the United States, uh I would be embarrassed to come in and just be like, How are you doing? Oh, I've got DRA, I've got the diarrhea. But here, people are very open and upfront with that. And they also seem to be very, very interested if I have diarrhea. Uh, my Bopak really likes to talk about it. Uh, my girlfriend, Nellie, is always really interested in whether I have diarrhea or not. And I'm, at first I was hesitant, but I'm coming around. I'm starting to, <laughs> starting to open up and share that with them. Um, other, other than projectile vomiting while <laughs> diarrheaing, what has your experience been? Other than that, it's been pretty great. There's also, you know, respiratory illnesses that are sort of yeah. like, is this because people are burning trash right outside my window or is this because I have a cold? So lots of respiratory illnesses. There's a lot of not washing hands with soap, but just washing with water. There that is really contributes to the spread of even the common cold or the flu. That sort okay, of thing. there there is a lot of both hand touching and not washing hands with soap. <laughs> and what that has made me do is it has actually made me question Western germ theory. Here's why. <laughs> yeah. Yes, okay. it really has. It really has. Okay. During Edel Vitri, at my school, we did this thing where all the teachers lined up and all the students lined up, and then all the students went by and salimed all the teachers, and then all the students salimed each other. Did you guys okay. do that? Uh, <laughs> I was um, I was on medevac for that at my school with the mysterious illness. Okay. That they couldn't figure out. So I actually missed that. My school did do that, but I, I was, fortunately, I was not there for that. I was... I'm, I'm sorry you missed it. I'm sorry you were <laughs> medevaced due to mysterious illness. It was great. Medevac was wonderful, honestly. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm glad. What? Where did you go? To the regional medical office in Thailand. Okay. Wow. All right. Um, yeah. But yeah, this whole Salimian thing, everyone like sharing germs has convinced you that yes. germs don't exist. Okay, let me set the stage. You know that game you play 
or you used to play it on your phone, that snake game where you eat the pills and then the snake gets just bigger and bigger and you have to like snake back on yourself yeah. to avoid hitting your tail. It was like that. We made a long line of all the students and it went and then it snake backed on itself. So literally everyone was either saliming, which is you take your hand and put it up to someone's face, maybe lightly brush the lips or the nose, uh, or shaking hands. So literally every student touched every teacher and every other student. Now, if Western germ theory was true, I believe that every single person in our school would have gotten every virus that everyone had because we're literally rubbing student hands no we're rubbing teacher hands on student mouths and then immediately rubbing them on another student mouth going down the line as far as i know no one washed their hands with soap beforehand i can say that confidently because there's there's no soap at our school <laughs> there's soap for dishes but me and my counterpart are on a, a, our our secondary project is to buy soap and we've been working on that for two months and we still haven't we, we haven't bought the soap yet. That's another story. But, Jason, I think mm-hmm. if Western germ theory was true, we would have all gotten sick and we didn't. We like school went on and it and it happened again. So explain that. Uh, I suppose uh, you've completely disproven Western science as a whole. Yeah. Um. It, it's the it's the liberal media. It's propaganda. You don't you don't have to wash your hands with soap, and it's fine. So, honestly, I don't know anymore because people follow different rules here. And people, to be fair, people are sick like a lot. I've been sick a lot more here. It sounds like you've been sick a lot more here. I know people get sick a lot. My bapak and my ibu, but not to the point where like society breaks down like people still function so it honestly i'm being like kind of flipping about it but before that i thought that would have been like a, a death sentence for everyone i thought we would have yeah. all shared all our germs but we but we didn't and we went on so i don't know if the rules are different over here <laughs> <laughs> so Maybe. i had a when i was uh six uh, the other day, my counterpart, one of my counterparts was like, Jason, you just need to make friends with germs. All of us out here, we're friends with germs. You need to learn to be friends with germs. So maybe I just have the wrong attitude. You know, I'm not a very friendly guy, uh, especially to things I can't see. Maybe it's on me, you know? It could be, man. Like, it could be. I'm, <laughs> it's first off, you are a very friendly guy, but I don't know if you're friendly to germs it seems like you're not really giving them a chance so masuk angin is a thing here oh have any of your relatives gotten sick or has anyone gotten sick and you've gone to visit them at the hospital uh yes yes as a group we've all gone to visit like the one person who's sick explain what that what that was like for you it's sort of like an outing. It was one of the teachers was sick. And so everyone was like, let's just not go to class and go to the hospital instead and just hang out for the rest of the day. 
leaving the kids at school unmonitored, more or less. So, yeah, then we all went to the hospital, hung out for an hour or so until everyone kind of got bored, and then that was it. That was the day. Yep, your your story checks out. Uh, <laughs> di- we learned in our training session that relationships are more, in, in Indonesian schools, relationships between teachers are more important than teaching students. So... <laughs> Yeah, it's, I've seen that happen at my school, too, when someone's sick. In Indonesia, when people get sick, people like to come visit people while they're sick. I remember the first time I got really sick, like violently ill, throwing up. Um, and this was like right when I first got to, right after school started. So I've been at site for maybe like two months. One of my CPs comes by with just her and her brother. And... Um, you know, like, I'm literally, I've, like, just thrown up, like, an hour earlier, and, like, yeah. I don't want to see anyone or talk to anyone. It's, like, 8 at night. I really don't know what time it is, but I'm guessing it's 8 at night. And they're just sitting there. They brought me a bunch of food and, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, like, orange juice and, you know, stuff that I have no appetite for, but I'm sure I'll use in, you know, a couple months. What happened was they're sitting there talking to me about, like, what I need to do to not get sick, and I'm, like, what I need to do to not get sick is probably not shake everyone's hand. And, but yeah. they're sitting there and they're starting to massage my hand. Um, <laughs> her brother's like, her brother's like massaging my hand. And he's like pulling on my fingers, you know, and then like just, just like, them. just like casually, like while he's talking to you, like just grabs your hand and starts rubbing it. He, yeah. He's giving me, yeah. He just grabs my hand and starts rubbing it like as a full on, like, practiced massage for my hand and I guess it's supposed to make me feel better or something but I remember him doing this and I could just like I'm like oh god I don't I don't want this guy doing this right now I don't feel that great I feel like I'm gonna be sick I wish this guy would stop doing this but I don't have the energy to tell him to stop because I literally just threw up and so he's doing this and I can feel this illness rising up in my stomach even more I'm like oh god I hope this guy stops soon and um I just get up Five minutes, I just get up and I walk to the bathroom and start throwing up all over again. I was like, I don't know. That was it. Then they left. They're like, okay. Like, thank you. He did what he could. He did what he could. You know, I think he helped bring the illness out. You know, he helped bring it up to the surface through massaging my hand. And then I just, you know, got rid of the rest of it. So I'm sure he helped. I didn't really appreciate it. That sounds so bad. I'm so sorry, Jason. If I get a sick stomach, um, my girlfriend, Nellie, who is a delight, she has three things that she wants me to do. Number one, if I have an upset stomach, drink water. That, and that makes sense to me. Number two, I'm supposed to rub this oil on my belly that makes my belly warm. Yeah. Have you seen this? It's like a green oil, and you rub it on yourself, and it makes it makes the area warm. Yeah, isn't it like Minyak Talon or something? It like yeah. it smells kind of like star anise or whatever. Yeah, I don't know what either of those things are, but yes, that is what <laughs> like I'm talking licorice, about. Right? I think so. So okay. it's very important that I that I rub that on my belly. The third thing is to eat white rice. So. <laughs> That's what I do when she has an upset stomach. I do the same thing to her. I'm like, sweetheart, you got to keep it warm. You got, is, is your stomach warm? Put a scarf around it. Put the oil on it. Drink water. 
eat rice. Have you, when was the last <laughs> time you ate rice? You need to eat more rice. When my Bapak finds out that I have an upset stomach, he makes me eat nasi bubu water, which is the, oh, that, yeah. that porridge, the white yeah. porridge. And I, I hate it. So I really try to hide the fact that I have an upset stomach from my Bapak, which is difficult because he really likes to talk about diarrhea. So <laughs> it's hard to it's hard to hide that sometimes. Yeah, out of it, you know, abundance of care and love, people really push food on you, yeah. especially when you're sick. So like I could be throwing up and my host family knows that I'm like throwing up everything I put in my stomach and they're still like, Jason, Jason, eat, eat, eat. I'm like, Yeah, I'll eat later when I'm not gonna throw it up again. But they're really like out of concern and love for me. They just really are encouraging me to eat constantly when I'm sick. And that's not really what I want to do. No, it, it it's not. It's the opposite of what you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so it's just a different stance. It's a different approach to illness. But it works for a whole country. And I'm sure there are things that we do that Indonesians are like, what are you doing? For example, when I when I have a headache, I will take aspirin or non-aspirin or ibuprofen or whatever, and it's it blows my girlfriend's mind that I take so many pills. My girlfriend hates the idea of taking pills, which I guess I kind of used to be that way, but yeah. I got over it. It's um, really it is interesting to me how maybe it's this american attitude of just take a pill for it but we really yes we take lots of pills dude we do and i'm i'm okay with it i love it <laughs> yeah it's so tight i love taking you can my... take a pill and feel better <laughs> yeah i can take an anti-malarial in the morning every day and like no i'm not gonna get malaria and die that's wonderful are you in a spot where you have to take anti i'm not i i just opted into it because I figured, what the who, hey, why not? Okay. I mean, with your luck and mysterious illnesses, <laughs> why not? But Yeah, it helps eliminate I, one, more, one more thing, you know? One more thing. And, and listen, I'm not trying to, like, rain on your parade or, like, scare you or anything, but my understanding of the anti-malarials, you take it, and as long as you keep taking it, it prevents the symptoms right. from manifesting, but you still have malaria. <laughs> Do you remember yeah, that you from training? They'll have the parasite in your liver. The anti-malarial just kills it after it hatches. So, yeah. yeah. But it, so if you stop taking it, you immediately get Develop malaria. It's great. Oh, it's so brutal. It's so brutal. Um, okay. Well, Jason, I really appreciate you talking with me this evening. Is it raining there yet? No, um, the rain seems to have held off for you. So I, I've not been standing in the rain as I've been talking to you. Awesome. All right, I'm curious. Are you, are, so you're, you're in the Sawa. Are you in one of those little bamboo uh, rest houses in the Sawa or what? No, no, it's an open field. So if it started raining, I would have left because I would be the tallest thing out there. All right. Well, it, it's, <laughs> it's, it's been great speaking with you, and I appreciate it. All right. Well, cool. I'm glad I could help, and I'm glad that things are going well for you uh, at your site. Uh, yeah, I mean, thanks. Other than this Pac Darto character who... Oh, dude, Pac Darto's really laid off. It's tight because 
he only comes to school on Tuesday and Wednesday now. So, yeah, it is nice. Man, he just used to turn around in his desk and stare at me and, like, (laughs) wait for me to, like, touch something with my left hand so he could flip his (laughs) But now he... Now, now all of his attention is making sure this new Japanese teacher like toes the line, and I'm I'm getting a pass, so I'm enjoying it. That's that's great. I have one guy at my school who is like the Indonesian version of Ron Swanson. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the mustache, everything, sort of the bigger, bulky builds, uh-huh. and then just like he projects himself as manly, you know? Yeah. Grovelly voice. Yeah. He's just like the Ron Swanson of my school. Okay. Cool. Uh, I don't, yeah. I, I mean, I showed an image of Ron Swanson to all the teachers in my school, and like that looks like him. Ron Swanson's pretty funny, and he gets into a lot of goofy antics. Is that uh, something this teacher does too? Not really, no. No, he just projects masculinity, I think, in general. Some archetypal notion of what it is to be masculine, I guess. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> well, good good on him. All right. Hey, well, we'll save that for another podisode. But, Jason, <laughs> it's, been, it's been great talking with you. I hope you have a pleasant evening. Yeah, thank you. It's uh, always a pleasure talking with you, and uh, I wish you the best. And uh, right. thanks for fulfilling my narcissistic desire. Yeah, to talk on the phone in the field. We all have weird, twisted <laughs> desires like that. It's no shame in that. Okay, all right. Well, see you, Jason. See you, listener. Bye. I'll talk to you later. Bye.